Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. This is a podcast that is dedicated to pop culture, news, politics, um, black culture, all things black, and just your emotional well-being, which is extremely important to me, especially, especially, especially during um this day and age and it is seriously the roaring 20s but we're gonna hold off on all of that information we're gonna kick it really quickly in our carefree updates but first if it's your first time hearing my voice if it's your first time listening to this podcast thank you for tuning in and i hope that you um subscribe and by subscribing you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode if you are returning thank you for coming back i really appreciate you And now, let's hop in. Alright, so I am almost positive that you all know by now. uh, We are in the midst of a pandemic. It is crazy, crazy, crazy right now across the world. Not just the United States, but across the globe right now. It is crazy. There's so many things going on. So many things closing, so many situations happening and really um, people just showing who they really are. Like if there is a silver lining in any of this, if there is one, we can finally see people for who they really are. Now, one of my favorite black quotes by a wise woman was once said on reality TV. And that quote was, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. And Monique said that. She said that in, um, was that Charm School? I believe it was Charm School. They used to come on VH1. When you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. Well, I'm saying that because Rand Paul, if you don't know who that is, he, okay, he's a Republican senator. And he was, okay, so was this last week? I believe it was last week. Um, he just had karma come back to bite him very recently because he was the only senator to vote against the $8.3 billion emergency coronavirus package last month. So this was last month when they did this vote. He was the only senator to vote against it, right? The only one. And guess who has the coronavirus? I'm not saying that I'm happy that he has the virus. I'm not saying that, okay? But I'm saying when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. You really have to be careful how you treat people. You really have to be careful about um, being mindful and empathetic of other people's situations because even though you may not feel like a particular pandemic or even something small, like if you don't feel like a certain situation pertains to you or that you, your friends or your family members can be affected by it and you feel like, okay, because it's not going to affect me or my family or people I care about, um, I don't really care how it affects other people, the clown will come back to bite or If you don't like that quote, Malcolm X once said, the chickens come home to roost. It always comes back. Karma, listen, karma plays no games. Sis may take a day. Sis may take 30 years, but she is always going to come back and knock on your door. That's why you have to do right by people. You have to do right by people all the time. And you can't always feel like, okay, if it's not affecting me, then I don't really care. Which is why I'm so, 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 um... I believe that's why I'm so passionate about like 
homeless people, people that are less fortunate, people that are marginalized, people that are just sad, people that don't have access to certain resources. Um, just because I've seen it my entire life. And although I may not have ever been homeless, I've had friends that were homeless. I've had friends that I went to school with that lived in shelters. I've had friends that lived in women's homes with their mothers because their mothers were battered and abused. So it's just like, even though something may, I may have never lived it myself, there have been people around me that have lived it. And we just have to get to a certain point in life where we stop seeing other situations as just a them situation and look at it as a us situation when one situation is affecting one person it's affecting you as well um and kind of along those same lines there was a he's not a congressman i believe he's just like a city commissioner or something like that i do believe i'm wrong i can't think of what his name is or um what his official position is but he is out of florida and it was a viral video that was going um all over twitter and that's where i saw it and he basically went off was it a city commissioner i believe i don't know i could be wrong but um he basically went off in the meeting that they were having because he was trying to meet with them i believe like oh i found it he was a lake worth commissioner his name is omari hardy because i do want to give his like him credit and put his name out there his name is omari hardy um and he's a commissioner so i was right he's out of lake worth florida now i know florida we get a bad rep a lot of times we get a bad rep and sometimes it is warranted i am not gonna lie it's warranted most times um but he really 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 stood his ground on an issue because he said that he had been trying to meet with these people the other commissioners for like a week or two weeks and they kept saying that they did not want to meet and basically they wanted this meeting because they wanted to go ahead and vote or decide whether or not they were going to um give people a pass to not have to pay their light bill due to the pandemic so they didn't want to meet and now a lot of people you know he was saying during his I'm not even going to call it a tantrum because I felt like it was something that needed to be said and we need more politicians and people out there on the front line being our representatives who actually care about us and aren't just there to get a check or just to have um, their face in a newspaper or on a website and just to say, oh, I'm such and such and such. I'm your city commissioner or I'm your representative when entire time they don't care anything about us um but he was basically like you know I have been trying to get you all to meet you all kept saying that you didn't want to meet and now some people have spent what could have been their last check to pay a light bill when they could have gotten food they could have gotten other necessities that they needed during this time and you have to keep in mind that you know a lot of schools have closed um universities are online students are back home with their parents their parents are either working or not working i'm home remotely now i'm not working you know what i'm saying so it's just like a lot going on and you have to think about like with people being at home that's more electricity that's being used that's you know going to result in a higher light bill or electricity bill at the end of the month so these passes people need those things and then with more people at home that means you have to spend more money on food to cook and snacks um 
paper products because think about it during the day and I'm I hate that people have been hoarding toilet paper and paper towels that's ridiculous to me but think about it during the day you wake up say you use the restroom when you wake up you leave you go to work or you go to school if you have to use the restroom you're using paper towels and tissue in public bathrooms you come back home during the evening at night you're back to using your own so if you're not leaving your house if you're self-quarantining what you should be doing which is staying at home staying your behind in the house um and not going to house parties and staying you know six feet away from people and out of large groups of people um but i'm gonna circle back around to your block if you've been doing that i'll be right back to you in a second but now all of that tissue all the toilet paper that you would be using that you would have been using in a public space you're now using in your own home so it's just like it adds up the cost adds up so allowing people these passes um whether it's rent passes mortgage passes um electricity water i don't know i don't pay a whole lot of bills because i live with my parents but it's just like giving people these allowances is helpful during this time and this is an unprecedented time i have never seen anything like this in my entire life my mom has said that she has never seen anything like this in her lifetime and she's in her 60s so it's just like we've never been here before so there is no road map for this there are no guidelines and we kind of just have to you know fight it as it comes and circling back around to the people that just cannot stay home okay i know i have some extroverts out there who thrive off of interactions with other people i get it i get it i'm not an extrovert i am extremely introverted to be honest um i'm kind of extroverted around people that i'm comfortable with that i've been around numerous times and it even then it depends on the energy and the vibe at the time but it's just like I understand that a lot of people don't want to be alone during this time I get it but at the same time be um don't be selfish don't be selfish like even though you may not be directly affected by the virus even though you may not get sick personally you can go and touch a surface and an elderly person or someone who has um health issues can come and touch the same surface that you touched a day later and still contract the virus and although you may not have been affected by it you have not affected that person and that person has to go home to their children or their partner and possibly put them in danger so i understand that it is hard for some people to stay home again i get it but the more you stay home, the more you self-quarantine, the more you stay out of large gatherings of people. And the only time you're leaving the house is when you absolutely have to. Whether you have to go get gas, food, you have to run to the pharmacy, go to an appointment, whatever it is you have to do. Go to work, you know, if you have to go to work, if you're still working and you're not working from home or remotely. Do it, but do it quickly. Don't, you know, be safe wrap your hands up touch things with a paper towel or a rag i went and pumped gas um last week i filled my tank all the way up because i was like i'm not trying to come back to the gas station um in a week you know so i was like let me just put a whole tank in here 
whole tank of gas. So I had a rag. I had a wash rag and I pumped my gas with the wash rag because that's when it was kind of getting serious. I believe that the NBA had just kind of shut down and I was like, all right, something is not right. So let me use my little rag and pump my gas. So just be safe. And I hope that, you know, even though it may be hard for you to stay home, that you do consider staying home for your health and your safety and also for the safety of others around you. So with that being said, um, still along the coronavirus lines, this was something that I had not thought about. And it is the, I guess, the access to um, testing for black communities. I had not thought about that before because, you know, we have these shortages of tests. We have shortages of masks and all of these different things that are going on. So I hadn't even thought really down to the nitty gritty of how are um, minority communities getting access to tests. So I saw this um, article on theroot.com and it was talking about these doctors out of Virginia who are asking the CDC, so the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and also um, the World Health Organization to release data showing who is being tested and in what communities um, are these people coming from because some databases are just tracking gender, age, and location, but they aren't tracking race and ethnicity you know, when it comes to these tests. So are black people having the same amount of access to the coronavirus test? And that is a great question because I know one thing about black people and I'm not trying to stereotype us. I'm not trying to lump us all together and put a entire generalization over everyone. But, but we all have an aunt, a dad, an uncle, a granddaddy, a cousin, a brother, a sister, someone who hates going to the doctor and who hates being sick. And even if they are sick, they will rather stay in bed than go and see what is wrong with them. So it's just like with people like that, how do we know that they have access to the proper testing for one and two, that they are being encouraged to go and get tested for this virus because by them being tested, if it whether it's positive or negative, whether it comes back, you know, that they have it or that they don't have it, how do we know that these people aren't going and spreading it to their children or their other family members? So it was a great question to ask and I hadn't even thought that deeply into it. So I'm interested to see if they are going to start tracking ethnicity because that's it's that's a good question to ask some um, Thank God for doctors. Okay, I'm thank God for doctors. So I'm gonna just leave it at that. Thank God for them. So that's all I have for our carefree updates. I just wanted to give y'all that bit of information so that you can kind of stay updated and that it's not so densely packed that it becomes overwhelming because I know I have been extremely overwhelmed in the past week or two with all of the information that has been on the news, on Twitter, on Instagram. It's just been so much. Oh, oh, oh. Before I forget, I have some good things. So with everything that's been going on, there is a DJ on Instagram. His at name is D Nice D N I C E. He is DJ Nice. He does hours worth of 
quarantine parties, okay? Um, I had not heard of it until like two days ago, so I tuned into it yesterday. I tuned into it on a Sunday. It was the evening time. I worked out while I listened to him. Um, so he goes on Instagram Live and he DJs for hours, hours, and literally, it feels like you're in the club. I love black people, okay, because we just... We can make, not that we make light out of a lot of situations, but we can just find the bright side to a whole lot of situations. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing sometimes because I know that it is rooted in generational trauma from slavery, of course. And, you know, and if you did not know, it is scientifically scientifically proven that trauma is passed down through genetics and DNA so we are still it's in our DNA generational trauma from slavery is still embedded in us even though we haven't experienced it ourselves but anyway just in case somebody was like what is she talking about generational trauma slavery that was a long time ago first of all it wasn't that long ago secondly it's a real thing google it now um I just feel like we can make light of so many situations but People were like commenting on Instagram live acting like they were in a club like somebody let the bottle girl through with my bottle to my table and it just literally feels like a party. Um, When I watched the other night Spike Lee was watching um, Mariah Carey, Gladys Knight, Common, um, who else was in there? Who else was in there? Um, It was a few people. It was a not a few it was over a hundred thousand people watching it but I was looking at like the check marks you know the verified people on Instagram as they were popping in and filing in oh Will Packer was in there as well but it's fun it's something for you to tune into and kind of distract you from the madness that is going on right now and secondly follow Debbie Allen you should know Debbie Allen, but if you don't know who she is, she was the actress from the TV show Fame. She is also the doctor on Grey's Anatomy. I have not watched Grey's in a long time, so I don't know if Shonda killed her off yet or not. Because <laughs> y'all know how Shonda is sometimes. Um, so I don't know if she's still on Grey's Anatomy, but Debbie Allen, her and Felicia Rashad are sisters. And she does a free instagram live dance class she has her own dance studio and i watched it wednesday so it comes on 4 p.m um eastern standard time so that is what 1 p.m if you're on the west coast not sure about the in between but if you're on the west coast you can watch it at 1 p.m and if you're on the east coast like me you can watch it at 4 p.m and it's on her instagram live this week it's gonna be salsa so wednesday tune in I'm going to be watching for sure. So Wednesday at 4 p.m. Y'all can join me for a salsa class. And I watched it last week. Last week was just kind of like a basic um, introduction to dance class. So I don't know about y'all. But I'm taking full advantage of all of these live concerts. All of these live classes and opportunities that I'm being afforded right now. Um, because it's just it's a distraction. And it's also just something to learn during this whole thing. And it's not like a, a pressure kind of situation like I need to take this web class because I want to do this it's just like it's fun you know it's just fun and you don't have to think too much about it so I did want to pass that information along to you all just in case it was something that you were interested in and you were getting kind of bored and you were like I don't know what I want to do girl so there you go there's some things for you to do and that's it for our carefree updates 
Next, we're going to have a break from our sponsors and then hop into our topic of the day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so we are back and our topic for the day, I struggled with, I'm not going to lie, I have been struggling with um, what I want to talk about on here and I feel like I'm limited in some things because it's, I know I keep saying that. It's a lot going on, but it's a lot going on. And I try to be um, aware that, you know, sometimes when I come on here and you all, especially the people who listen weekly, like the people who listen every single time we have a brand new episode. um, I love y'all and I I love y'all so much, but it's just like I know that life happens and sometimes you don't always want to hear like a feel good kind of um podcast sometimes you just want to hear I don't know it's hard for me to put into words but with so much that's been going on it's just I feel weird like I feel weird putting out content when people are really struggling right now because it just does not feel right sometimes but today um well technically today when you're listening but For the past few days before you're listening to this podcast, I have been really like wrestling with some issues. So I figured that I would share them with y'all because y'all are my friends in my head. So here we go. I have like three quick little story times, but I promise they're going to be quick. I promise. I promise. I promise. But they all correlate and they're going to wrap up um, into the same general message or lesson that I wanted to share with you all all right so first things first let me see which one I want to tell you first um okay I'll tell you this one first so last year 2019 I went to Panama City Florida um I had gotten word of an audition I found an audition online for a film and the film was going to be shot in Panama City and I'm not going to give y'all like specific details just because that kind of stuff is like confidential or whatever. But I drove over there to Panama City for the audition. You know, I did my best. I got feedback from. So in the audition was the director and writer of the movie and also one of the producers. And the producer was also going to be in the film for like a quick cameo. So me and the producer read together. I got some feedback from the director, kind of switched gears and redid it. And he said it was good, right? Okay. Actually, it was three people in the room, two producers, because I just remember one came about like midway through my audition. So three people in the room. So left Panama City. You know, I felt not great about it, but I felt good enough to where you know I felt like okay I did my best you know and I felt like it was a learning experience and I try to look at a lot of situations like that that even if something I feel like doesn't happen per se in my favor in air quotes 
um, or the way that I would have wished for it to happen, that it still happened for my good. You know, whether I know why I got it or why I didn't got get it, ooh, why I didn't got it. Ooh, Shakira girl, grammar, grammar. Anyway, um, whether I found out why I got it or why I didn't get it, it was all for my good regardless. So about a week or two passed and I got a call from the director of the film and he was basically like, um, hey, Shakira is such and such, but I wanted to let you know that I do want to have you in the film. I have two roles in mind for you. I'm not really sure where to place you yet. And when he said that, like I was all excited, right? But it was when he said that he didn't know where to place me yet that my, I don't want to say instinct, but I guess discernment, my discernment kind of like started going off and I, it just didn't feel right anymore. My excitement went away. Um, and I guess you would have to have heard the conversation to kind of understand where I'm coming from. But he, you know, goes on to say, you know, I have two roles that I'm thinking and I want you to, you know, I'm going to send you the full script. I want you to read for both and let me know which one resonates the most with you. He sends me the script. I get it. I'm reading it and I'm seeing a commonality, I guess you can say, amongst the roles. Both roles are uh, both roles are women who are, I guess you can say, aggressive for lack of better words, um, women who are aggressive and one of the characters just like hauls off and slaps like another character about a guy. And I just felt like, okay, I feel kind of bad even saying this, but I felt like, uh, do I want to say, okay, I'm gonna be honest. Y'all are my friends. I felt like he was saying that he could see me in that role because I am a dark-skinned black woman and it's common for dark-skinned black women to be seen as the aggressors or the antagonists in a lot of situations, right? And in my head, you know, when I read it, I was like, I'm definitely not choosing this role, <laughs> Because I don't want to be, I don't want my first, you know, film to be something where I'm slapping somebody about a man. It just didn't feel right, okay? It just did not feel right. So I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. So I end up missing his call one day. And he, I text him, I email him, and I call him back. And he never responds back. I see later that he is recasting the movie in another city and I was like wow and I'm not gonna lie I was like I missed it like I missed my chance to be in a film and I felt bad I felt bad fast forward I went to Tampa last month it was either February or January maybe it was January and I went there for a casting call a modeling casting call for a natural hair company that many of you all know And I had already gotten casted for this company before when they came to Florida casting. Um, So the second time, I was really confident. I'm not going to lie. I had prayed about it, asked for it and everything. I felt like I was manifesting it. And I didn't get chosen. I didn't get picked. 
to be one of the models and I was sad like again but it's weird because in an industry like this you kind of just have to get used to being like denied like you have to get used to rejection and it's a weird kind of conundrum to have but on my way back home I was kind of sad about it but fast forward I was on one of I was I had I was on a website and I saw this casting call for a commercial here where I live and when I saw it immediately I was like uh I'm not gonna be a fit for it I click on it and it says um female and I'm like okay I'm a female what else uh it's probably gonna say um Caucasian I click on it it says black I'm like wait I'm black I'm a female what's the age I click on it and it says um like 18 to 20 something I'm 18 to 20 something years old so I was like wow I'm gonna do it like I'm gonna submit myself so I submit myself I end up getting picked for the role for the commercial and the ad came out last month came out last month it's on my personal Instagram page that is at Shakira White if you have not seen it it's a video it's very recent on my page so if you go on there you can see it if you haven't seen it yet so that was one thing I'm gonna come back to that so put a bookmark there second thing last year it was last September or October it was I want to say it was like mid-September to October and I got an email from a student at Ohio State University and I, it was so random I remember exactly where I was I was at Florida State which is where I got my master's degree from I was at Florida State in one of the editing suites and the editing suites were these rooms with soundproof walls that had like these huge um, desktop MacBook computers and you would edit your videos on those and due to the classes that I had I was always 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 in the editing suites editing videos so while I'm in the suites one day I check my email and I see an email from a girl who is a student at Ohio State University and I'm like this is random <laughs> but okay so I start reading it and she's like hey this is such and such again I'm not gonna say her name hey girl if you're listening um we're having this event at my school I watch your YouTube channel, I listen to your podcast, and I feel like you would be a great um, fit for the event to come and speak. And I'm like, uh, of course. Like, I was so excited. I was so happy. And a few weeks later, um, I get no word from him. And girl, if you're listening, this is like no shade. I promise it's no shade. I'm just giving a lesson to the people okay so um I didn't hear anything so I responded back and I was like hey like just kind of checking on what's happening with the program so she lets me know like she's very apologetic but she's like hey we kind of went in another direction we didn't have the budget to have you as a speaker again I was bummed out but I was like all right you know I let it go now third let me see the third situation oh wait before I move on to the third so I let it go this was again September October of last year 2019 literally last was that this month 
time has been flying. It's like flying into each other. I want to say it was this month, um, about two weeks before the program that I had been asked to speak at. I got an email from someone at Ohio State University and the email was saying, um, hey, Shakira, no, it's last minute, but uh, we need a speaker for the program, the speaker that we had dropped at the last minute so can you come speak and I remember exactly where I was I was leaving Michael's the craft store and I was like I checked my email in the most random places now that I'm thinking about it now that I'm like recapping all of this I check my email at very odd times but I was like walking out of the doors of Michael's and I was just like I looked down at my phone and checked my email really quickly and it was one of the newer emails and it was like eight o'clock at night but I responded back immediately as soon as I got in the car and I was like, bet I'll be there. I'm going to buy my plane ticket as soon as I get home. Bought a plane ticket for me and my mom. We were in Columbus, Ohio a week or two later speaking at Ohio State University, which was beyond me. I'm so thankful for the opportunity. So thirdly, uh. There is a program through my school. Okay, this one I have to be very careful about because it has not happened for me yet. There's a program at my school that I found out about before I even was, before I even applied and before I was even accepted to the school. I was researching where I wanted to go to grad school and it was between Florida State University and Northwestern. Now, one of my mentors had gotten her master's degree in integrated marketing, which is what my master's is in. She got hers from Northwestern and she wanted me to go to Northwestern and she was like, you know, the two best programs are Northwestern and Florida State. And she was like, I can write you a letter of recommendation, a letter of recommendation to Northwestern because, you know, I'm alum. And if I write you a letter, you're going to get in. And I was like, mm, it's a little, you know, far up north for me. I am a southern girl. I don't do snow okay I don't do snow it's pretty to look at on tv but I don't think that I would survive in snow and Northwestern is in Illinois so I was like uh you know and then once I started really like looking you know comparing and contrasting the two schools I just felt like Florida State was a better fit for me personally even outside of the weather so while I was researching the school, I saw this program that was available to students that would be recent graduates. The program, um, you would have to apply like as soon as you graduated to be accepted into it. So I was like, okay, now keep in mind, I was in grad school for two years. It was a two-year program. So I had been having this program on my mind for over two years okay I started grad school in 2017 graduated last year in 2019 so I have been thinking about this program since 2017 got into school every single semester I tell you no lie every single semester I thought about this program like I cannot wait to apply I cannot wait to apply it finally comes to where it's time to apply <laughs> and I let me see so I go on the website one day 
I pull my teacher to the side one day first. I pull her to the side and I'm like, hey, um, I keep checking the website, but the date still has the date from last year. They haven't updated it for this year's applications. So she was like, okay, um, I'm going to talk to someone and let you know. So she gets back to me and she's like, email this person and let them know that the website isn't updated. So I emailed this guy and I'm like, hey, don't mean to bother you, but uh, it's about September. And I see last year these applications were due um, around the same time. So I'm wondering, is the program going to happen this year um, or does the website just need to be updated? So he gets back to me. He's like, hey, Shakira, no worries. I'm going to update the website. He updates the website. I go to, you know, start my application and it's not working. The link is not working. So I email him again and I'm like, hey, sorry to bother you again, but the link isn't working. So he fixes that. I go in, I do my application and everything. So as a timeline, the application was due October. I submitted mine the end of September just because I wanted it in. Um, and I wanted to make sure I had everything and that I had time to go back and change anything if I needed to or go back and like reword some things if I needed to because I just wanted so badly. So they had a timeline on the website that was like, all right, applications are due on this date. We're going to let these selected students know in November whether, you know, or not they made it to the next round. October comes and goes. November, every single day in November, I am checking and checking and checking the website. I'm checking my student email to see if I had gotten an email from them. No answer. December, that's when I graduated. December comes and goes. Nothing at all. So, in my mind, I'm like, well, I guess I wasn't selected. I let it go. I didn't even think about it. Like, it's crazy because I just feel like I had an overwhelming sense of peace, but it was so unintentional. So December comes and goes. January comes and goes. February, I'm at work. And I, I guess I can tell you all now because I don't work there anymore. I was working at a law firm and I was in my boss's office and I was going through like tax paperwork and stuff. And I had my phone on the desk and I had the papers in front of me. So while I'm going through these papers, my phone kind of like chimes. I look down at my phone and I see an email from the program. And if you have Outlook, Microsoft Outlook on your phone, you know that sometimes it'll like pop up at the top and then it gives you like two lines of the first two lines of the email, like a preview. And the email is like, congratulations, you've been selected as a first round um, participant, uh, blah, blah, blah. Immediately, I click, I have never clicked on something on my phone that fast. So I click on it and I start reading it and it's telling me that I have been selected. Now, I start bawling. I start crying my eyes out. So I cried my eyes out right there in my boss's office. Thank God she was not there or she would have thought I was insane. So I started crying my eyes out and I was just so overcome with emotion because I felt like, you know, I had just 
came to the conclusion that okay I wasn't selected and just kind of like moved on with my life like all right so that didn't work out what are my next steps like what am I going to do now to get to where I want to be you know in my life but there was like in my face like oh my gosh I made it like I made it this far so it brings me to today this was in February and they you know sent an email about like scheduling our interviews and stuff so I sent them exactly when I wanted to have my interview which was the very first day available because I'm like I need to get in there quick fast and in a hurry I want to get this interview done like I want to be the first thing on their mind I want them to know how badly I want this so I scheduled my interview which was supposed to be for today when I'm recording this podcast which is March 23rd if you're listening on the Tuesday that it comes out my interview was supposed to be yesterday at 2 p.m. So I get dressed, I wake up, I eat breakfast, um, I do my makeup, I do my hair, I'm like praying, meditating, reading my devotionals and everything, listening to music that is inspiring. I set up my computer, I, you know, have all of my video conferencing because it was going to be an online interview. I have all of my stuff pulled up. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to check into this meeting at 1.50. So I'm early because the meeting is supposed to be at 2. Literally, at 1.47 p.m., I got an email from the company saying, hey, uh, sorry, but we're going to reschedule that interview because we want to wait and see what's going on with this virus and everything. But after I got the email, I text crystal and i text jasmine those are two of my best friends and you know i kind of expressed to them how disappointed i was because i just felt like i was so ready and then with this virus and everything i'm having thoughts like are they even going to do the program is it even going to happen you know i'm having all of these second thoughts about everything and i tell you no lie crystal is in cleveland ohio Jasmine is in Jacksonville, Florida. They're in two different locations. They both sent me the exact same message at two different times. Crystal sent hers. It was a little after two because that's when I told her. And she was like, Shakira, remember that delay does not mean denial. Jasmine knew that the interview was today. And she texts me at like 5 p.m. And she's like, how did it go? And I tell her, yeah, it got rescheduled. I'm a little disappointed. So she texts me back and she says the exact same thing. Delay does not mean denial. It does not mean that you're denied. So I was like, you know what? That is two confirmations from two different people that that is what the podcast for this week is going to be. Delay does not equal denial. And that's why I gave you those three stories because... The first one with the script, with the film, right? I felt like I missed my chance. I felt like I missed something. I felt like I missed an opportunity that was meant for me, but it wasn't meant for me. And just because I didn't get it doesn't mean that something even better for me wasn't waiting around the corner, i.e. the commercial that was shot right here where I live. And secondly, the Ohio State situation um, speaking for their event. That was back in October, right? And then I spoke last month 
gosh, my time, my sense of time is all messed up, y'all. But I spoke at Ohio State and it's just like, I felt like, you know, dang, you know, I was so disappointed when they said that they couldn't have me as a speaker. But then two weeks before the event, I hear from them again and they're like, hey, can you still come? And I'm like, you're absolutely right. I can come. And thirdly, with this late program, even though it has not happened for me yet, I am still keeping in my mind that delay does not equal denial. And I want you all to remember that as well, because there are so many times in our life where we have these things that we want so badly or dreams we want to fulfill or goals we want to reach. And we feel like we just cannot get there. It's like it's just within our grasp. It's just at our fingertips. And then as soon as we get close to it, even a little bit, it slips away or poofs. It disappears. And we're like, dang, I was that close. Remember that delay does not equal denial. Just because something does not happen in the time frame that you would like just because something doesn't happen exactly when you want it to happen that month you want it to happen that year you want it to happen does not mean that it won't happen all right and it doesn't and sometimes mm, I just had a word I just had a chill come down my back sometimes how we see things in our mind how we want things to happen is not always conducive to the person that we need to grow to become so that film again going back to that film I thought that that was my chance I thought it was oh my gosh this is gonna be my first film like people pray for this people wait for this and I got it and then I felt like poof it slipped right out of my fingertips but I got something so much better when I ended up working with that commercial I met amazing people on that set people who ended up going to Florida State they all went to Florida State University so we had that in common they were in the program that I was in when I got my master's they were in that program so we ended up having conversations about like classes they were a little bit older than me so they were like are they still teaching this class or you know is this professor still there so those are connections that I've made with people and maybe that film was not meant for me to be in, you know, and I may never know why. I may never know why, but I and I can say that I'm confident that me being in the commercial was what was needed for me to grow and develop as a person and in my career path and in the things that I want. And Ohio State, I'm not exactly sure why, <laughs> you know, it was delayed for me. But it wasn't denied. Okay. Who knows what could have happened in that time frame between October and February. Um, a lot could have happened. And maybe I would have had to cancel myself. So you just never know. So don't, you know, even though when things are happening at the pace you want them to happen. I want you to remember that delay does not equal denial. Delay does not equal denial and just because something doesn't come packaged in the box that you felt like it should come packaged in does not mean that that's not the gift that you are deserving of or that you need in that present moment so carry that with you all throughout this week that is also just going to be my Shakira's keys for this week 
that's yeah that's Shakira's key for this week just remember that delay does not equal denial and I hope that this message reaches you at a point in your life where you may be like grappling with some things like maybe not happening the way that you would like for them to happen or when you would want for them to happen and I hope that you can intake what you just heard and apply it to your own life or even if you're not dealing with it now if it's something that happens to you in the future I hope that you can remember this always remember that delay does not always equal denial actually period delay does not equal denial um so yeah and remember that things are always working for your good okay and just because you feel like something is not working in your favor always have the mentality and the mindset that what is meant to happen for you will happen when it's supposed to happen so i love you all don't forget to stay black and carefree. Please stay home. Please self-quarantine if you can. Um, don't be in large groups of people or I'm going to be mad at you. And you don't want me to be mad at you, okay? I don't want to be mad at you, all right? Just stay home. Stay safe. Follow me on TikTok if you need some painting videos to watch. And stay black and carefree. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.